guys, my name is Christina Basio, and I am a wife, a mom of twins, a businesswoman, an educator, a motivator, and your host of this podcast, Design a Life You Love, where the goal is to inspire you to live your best life physically, mentally, and emotionally. Work stressing you out? life in general, having trouble staying consistent with any sort of routine like exercise or nutrition? If so, then this episode is for you. In this episode, I'm going to be sharing my thoughts on stress and some tips on how to help alleviate some of it. So what sparked me to do this episode, unfortunately, was an extremely stressful day I had last week. I was so stressed I actually cried like a baby by the end of the day. Now, you may be thinking, well, you know, that happens sometimes. We all have days like that. And yeah, of course we do. But it's when these days are happening too often or enough for it to feel common and we think, oh, well, you know, that's just how I am or that's how my life is. That's when it becomes a problem. That's where we go wrong. By accepting that these days like this will happen, And that often and that way, a lot of the time, we just set ourselves up for it. What I mean is we're not taking the steps or incorporating the habits that can help reduce or possibly eliminate these extremely stressful days. Now, I'm not saying that we can eliminate stress completely or eliminate the external factors that cause stress. Good stress is, well, good for us. But what I'm saying is we can learn habits that can help us tackle these events better or help us reframe our perspective so that the stress we feel is more of the good stress rather than the bad stress. As we age, some of us tend to get weaker, fatter, and, well, less healthy. Chalk it up to increased stress, increased responsibilities, and decreased time and energy. We know we need to eat better. We know we need to take better care of ourselves, but most of us aren't doing that or maybe don't know how. But today, I'm here to tell you that you can take control and you can reverse the downward spiral of stress and start designing a healthy body you can be proud of and a healthy life. Too much stress, the wrong kind, can really harm our health. The good kind of stress can be a positive force in our lives, keeping us focused, alert, and at the top of our game. Yeah, we're rocking it, but it all depends on what kind of stress you're feeling, how prepared you are to meet it, and how you view it. So let's first look at all the things in your average day that can possibly be a stress on your body, your mind, and your emotions. If I could take a guess, here's the list I'd come up with. You're worrying about money. Your boss yelled at you. You're stuck at home. The weather is crummy. The kids woke you up too early. Your significant other snarked at you this morning. You have tons of chores to do. Insert yours here. All right, so you're a camel and you're carrying a big load of straw with these combined life stresses on your back. Now imagine what would happen if you start piling on more straws with other worrying thoughts, negative thoughts. For example, body image, or you're working out too much, 
or you're not eating enough or insert yours here. Bad stress happens when it lasts a long time, when it's chronic, it's ongoing, it's negative, it's depressing, it's demoralizing, when it demotivates you and paralyzes you, when it breaks you down and leaves you worse off than you were before. That's bad stress. One key feature that distinguishes good from bad stress is how well the the stressor matches your ability to recover from it. The more stuff you're dealing with at once, aka your allostatic load, the more it wears down your resilience and shrinks your recovery zone. How we respond to stress is critical, but the cumulative load of excess stress can wear down even the most resilient and positive person. So take me for example. For those that know me, I'd say you agree I'm a pretty positive person. I'm pretty good at managing my day, my workload, my emotions. However, let's talk about last week. (laughs) I mean, it started off pretty good. I woke up at 5.30 a.m. to pump, hashtag twin mama. I took care of the twins for about two hours, and then I put them down for their two-hour nap, and I started my day. Yeah, two-hour nap, I know. That's awesome. But I jumped into work right away. I was GSDing. AKA get you done. I was doing my research. I was scheduling posts. I was taking care of business for beach fit. I was making sure the bills were being paid. And then all of a sudden it's two hours later and the twins wake up. Ah, oh my gosh, I'm frazzled. Shoot, I didn't finish this task or that task or this one. Crap, now they're screaming and now I feel like a terrible mommy letting them feel this way. So, all right, let's go get them. Then it's another two hours. I'm taking care of the twins and I'm wondering, oh, am I helping them developmentally? This one's stronger than that one. Is that okay? This one's not able to grab the toy the right way. What's going on? Then it's nap time and I get distracted by household chores. So I start cleaning and I start putting things away and I'm washing dishes and oh, why can't my husband put things back where they belong? But then shoot, I remember I have a course coming up, a four-hour course that I need to prepare for. And I have a call in five minutes, oh, that Zoom call that I really need to listen to. And crap, I have so much to do and I have no time and now I'm feeling unorganized and like I don't have my shit together and I'm all over the place. And then the twins wake up. Wow, it's two hours already. Ah, So I take care of them and I actually decide, you know what? I'm going to go for a walk outside. Maybe that will help clear my mind. So I go for a walk and I'm like, oh, this feels pretty good. But instead of clearing my mind, I choose to make it a workout. And I power walk for 45 minutes, adding in some squats every so often I see a bench and I get a sweat going. Then I finally get home. I feed the twins. I put them down for the night. Thank God they sleep all night. But ugh, I don't have dinner ready and I'm not in the mood to cook, and I'm tired, and I still have stuff to do, and ugh. But luckily, my dad calls, and he says he'll bring over dinner. Great! One less thing to worry about. He gets here, I'm starting to feel better, I'm sitting, I'm relaxing, I'm eating, and then, like most families, a topic of intense conversation arises, and there goes my blood pressure levels. And by the time he leaves, I'm on the couch crying like a baby from the overload of emotional, mental, and physical stress. 
<sighs> breathe. Now, all right, that was a lot in one day <laughs> for me. But all those things that I, I did throughout the day, they were all normal tasks. They were all normal events. Nothing out of the ordinary. So why did I freak out by the end of the day? Well, for one thing, I was unorganized. And I kept remembering all the things I needed to do, and then I would add them to the load of straws I was already carrying on my back. When I tried to actually find time to de-stress and recover with my walk outside, I instead added stress by making it a workout. Now, working out is good stress when your body can handle it. I was already carrying way too much, so my workout just added to my load. Plus, the emotions of not being an adequate mommy or this idea of being a superwoman and doing it all but not getting it all done didn't help. And lastly, I wasn't finding that sweet spot of good and bad stress where I'm focused and I'm rocking my day. If the stressor is too high, too strong, or it lasts too long, and it's outpacing your recovery ability, you'll eventually break down, like I did. Okay, so to lead a healthy, productive, and fulfilling life, you must manage your allostatic load, aka the load of straws you're carrying on your back. So here are some activities I should have done and you can do to boost your body's happy chemicals, activate your rest and digest nervous system, and start building your stress resilience. A relaxing walk outside is a great activity. Being out in nature, getting moderate sunshine, listening to relaxing music, mindfulness practice and meditation, deep breathing. <sighs> laughing, snuggling a loved one or a pet, slow stretching exercises or gentle mobility work, having sex, yeah, seriously, and drinking green tea. Now remember, electronic stimulation, while it's fun, is still stimulation. So avoid anything involving a screen when you're trying to de-stress. So those are some great activities you can do. Now here are some other tips for stress management. Number one, establish a routine. Get some order in your life. Scheduling yourself too strictly can be confining. Like me, I needed to find a balance that works. Number two, eat plenty of omega-3 fats, whether they're from whole foods or supplements. Number three, know your limits. Know how much stress you can handle and recognize when you're in the freaking out phase. And then incorporate some recovery activities. Number four, single task. Multitasking overworks our brain. Not because we're doing too much at once, because you can't really do more than one thing at once, but you're asking your brain to rev up and down too many times in one sitting. It's exhausting. Do one thing at a time. Number five, 
unplug from the digital world. Get away from that screen time. And number six, change your stress story. Drop the negative self-talk and work towards a more positive attitude. Now, please don't stress out by trying to incorporate all these tips and activities. (laughs) View stress as a challenge or an interesting puzzle to solve. Roll with the punches. Have a plan B, a plan C, or plan D. Stay open, flexible, and creative. This kind of attitude helps you handle your allostatic load better and helps you mitigate the potential harm that this bad stress could cause you. So go, design a life you love with less of the bad stress and just the right amount of good stress. And remember, you can choose how you want to live. That's it for today, you guys. And until next time.